BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a great day so far. We are because we're wearing our new merch, Summer Collection, Spring Summer Joggers. Spring, summer, we're wearing new merch. We are both wearing the crew necks. You guys know we love a crew neck in the summer, but we also- There's other stuff. There's other stuff. So these are the two crew necks. This is our like morning toast weekday club collection. If you're watching on YouTube, Claudia and I are wearing the crew necks. Claudia's wearing pink, I'm wearing green. There's also t-shirts, there's shorts. There are baby onesies. There are tote bags, something we've never done before. I'm so excited about this collection and we were wearing them yesterday and now I'm wearing it again today and it's just like the cutest look. The cutest look, we had like a full blown photo shoot in the street yesterday. Shout out to the toaster in the wild who saw us taking pictures of each other and offered to take a photo no, no, of no. us. She saw us taking pictures of each other, like told us she loves the show. We asked her to take a picture of us. She delivered. She delivered for our photo shoot. And that's the kind of like boots on the ground work we love to see here at the Morning Toast. Yeah. So, so that launches Friday. Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Pacific time. So 1 p.m. Eastern. Ooh, spooky. Spooky. So obviously, don't get confused. It's not ChanelOfficial.com. It is ShopMorningToast.com. I know it's so confusing because people are always like, Claudia, help. I'm going to NeimanMarcus.com and I can't find the merch. And it happens all the time because like we're so high end. But it's just exclusive to ShopMorningToast.com. This happens to be like an exclusive capsule collection. So um, maybe in the future we'll be at Chanel.com, but for now it's still ShopMorningToast.com. Yeah, it's a really, really cute collection. I we'll love be wearing my look today. You do look really cute. We'll be wearing all the new items throughout the week. Photos on our Instagram if you're looking for um, inspo. I'm wearing XL as usual. I'm wearing XL. I probably should be wearing a large in this for wearing it oversized, but... um. I had a medium instead, and I just didn't want it to be so snug. 100%. So snug. So just snug on me these days. But sizing is, as always, these are yeah. the usual crew necks. Nothing nefarious. Not any thicker, not any thinner. They're what you've come to know and love from TMT. Mm-hmm. So again, that's Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, it's Tuesday, which means there's no TV recap. There's no unburden ourselves, and there's no dear toaster. So we just have the, the whole afternoon just to, like, talk about ourselves, which is the best. Yeah, we had a crazy night. Oh my God, I'm thinking like, why am I so like bloated and tired? Because we were literally out till midnight on a Monday. Yeah, we did something really special last night. Claudia and Margot planned something really sweet for me as like a farewell endeavor. Yeah. And it was a surprise. Claudia blindfolded me. It was a whole thing. She vlogged everything for the Patreon. And I'm so excited to watch it to see like what, ev what all happened before I was privy to what we were doing. Yeah, it was um, a gorgeous night. It was, I don't want to like spill too much. You know, we did run into some fellow famous people. So I really don't want to, I don't want to spoil it because 
It's, it's all on the, the Patreon. Box. So after this, I have all the content already. I will be editing the vlog on my way to Boston, which is where I'm going today for the Spritz meet and greet at six o'clock. All the information is on the Spritz Instagram account. So if you're a Boston girly, you want to drink, you want to party, you want to take pics, six to eight p.m. tonight. So I'll be editing the vlog en route to Boston. I've decided to drive because I just don't feel comfortable for my mental health to fly anymore. Oh yeah, no. If you have the option between flying and driving right now, drive. Right. Yeah. Like I would, Ben was like, like Ben in bed last night was like, I really wish we were flying. I'm like, I Why don't. would you put yourself through that? Like no, you can like, be guaranteed however many hours it is driving. Like three sure. and a half, four. Three and a half. Or you could be two hours, could be 12 hours. Yeah, no, and it's like those 40 minute like regional flights are the ones that always are getting like shafted. Yeah. So I feel good about my decision. So the vlog will be up today. It was really a great night. I ate so much. Like that cake. Mm. Mm. I'll be dreaming about it. I ate a lot, but I kind of wish I ate more. You know the feeling? Not that there was anything more for me to eat because we really licked every plate clean, but I almost wish like we ordered more. Like I wish it was stuffed and I wish I had leftovers in the fridge. You did take home leftovers. Oh yeah, but not of the... The stuff you wanted. The rigatoni. The good stuff was gone. The good stuff was... Exactly. Yeah. Um, it was delicious. Like really premium and like a, a bittersweet evening. It was, but mostly sweet. Every, it was really nice to have the gang back together. We haven't all had like a GNO yeah. in a few months. And then this was a weeknight GNO. It was kind of crazy to be out on a Monday at midnight. We were kind of like the Morning Toast weekday club. Like crazy kids out on the town. We're just doing everything on the weekdays so that you can take off on the weekends. It's so true. I'm like a big proponent of doing the most on the weekdays um, and nothing on the weekends. Yeah, me as well. So you got your liquid death. This is not sponsored, by the way. No, it's not. It's just such a great product, and I look so badass, don't I? Are, are you, you guys looking at me like, oh, my God, that girl is trouble. Are you going to pump and dump? Because <laughs> you're drinking <laughs> That's a beer? really funny. Like, Four loco. Do you think Harry would like Four loco? I think he would like liquid death, for sure. I've actually been drinking liquid death for the last few weeks, and he likes it. Good, good, good. Also, we went to a concert, and all of the water there was liquid death, which makes a lot of sense because it's cans instead mm -hmm. of plastic. And again, like, oh, you're not drinking at a concert, but you look sick. Your cans look sick. Your cans look sick. You look like a piece of wood. Um, rest in peace, Shaws of Sunset. That is lost. The community will, uh, or at least I, will never get over. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah. And then you think of all the other shows that are still on TV, you know? Yeah. Are you going to be watching Love Island USA? It's making its return. I was going to ask you that because I saw you had your Love Island water bottle and I saw that it's on Peacock like starting today. Ariel Vandenberg is no longer the host because it moved from CBS to Peacock. Now it's Sarah Hyland. Um, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to watch because like I really enjoyed it last year. It was like so fun and exciting, but everyone is pretty much under the like same understanding that UK is so much better and it's happening right now and apparently it's crazy I don't know what's going on but like if I'm gonna spend all my time watching a show I'm gonna watch the loser version you know yeah plus when it's on Peacock and everyone watches at different times like you're not really a part of something like you were when it was live and that's what you really enjoyed about it and I don't understand why Love Island US like can't get their shit together and be nearly as good as Love Island UK I don't know why either maybe it's the accents or something but like it's just not working in this format yeah, I, sp I don't think it's going to do any better on Peacock. Streaming, yeah. I would have a better chance if it was live because then, okay, I'll watch this episode and then maybe in a few days I'll watch again. But you have to be really dedicated to like choose it out of all the streamers in all the world yeah. to choose that episode. Out of all the streamers in all the world, you decided to walk into mine. Mm -hmm. And Peacock is just not my favorite, honestly. I'm I don't really, I don't care about what 
platform it's on. If I pay for it, I'll watch it. Yeah, but I'm like always canceling my Peacock. Like I only resubscribe when I need to watch something, you know? Oh, I keep all my streamers active because I have YouTube TV. So I get my cost back. What do you mean? Like I don't pay for cable. I pay for YouTube TV, which is much cheaper, which gives me more budget for all the streaming services. I like never get over the fact that you're like a cord cutting millennial, no cable, because it's so not you. That's me. I'm just extremely cool, young, hip, on trend. It's so not you to be like, like a maverick, you know? I'm a maverick. Like you're rebelling against cable. You, I'm so maverick and literally pro maverick as well. Yeah. It's important for everyone to know, like it really wasn't your call. Like Zach wanted YouTube TV, so you just went along with it. And it's very much a Zach thing to do. 100% 100% but I just no I'm someone just who one would of those get, things about you I'm someone who would have cable and have every channel because every I just channel. couldn't decide you probably also get YouTube TV and you like, just never know when you're gonna need that channel stars I love having cable I can't lie but I have every streaming service and I pay for all of them and I don't cancel them like Hallmark Movies Now Lifetime Movie Club like uh Acorn and even though I don't watch stuff on them all the time and Zach is always like when can we cancel I'm like you just never know yeah so because I pay for cable I monitor my streaming services a little bit more like I catch up on RuPaul's Drag Race on Paramount Plus cancel it and then when I have new episodes I redo it wow yeah no I'm like really cheap and annoying but that's because I pay a lot for cable because I also have home internet cable and home phone all wrapped up into a bundle and I really need to cancel my home phone like I don't even have it plugged in but what about you know in case of like a nuclear I can't imagine your home phone bill is what's no it's like $12 a month yeah no it's not so I think you should leave that. I know. And you like talking about that you have a home phone. I do. And also it increases engagement on my social media because anytime my home phone is in the background of any of my content, th- you have a home phone? <laughs> Tell me that's not a landline, Claudia. Shut up. Oh my God. Like, sorry, I'm safe. Like, I'm always thinking like there's an apocalypse or like New York just dropped this cringy ass PSA, like what to do in case of nuclear warfare. Like as if that's, you know, a potential like possibility. Um... And you know your cell phone won't work in case of a nuclear warfare. So call me on my landline, bitch, okay? If you paid me $6 million right now, Claudia, what is the phone number of your landline? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but we'll call you there. Yeah. We'll look it up. Call me. During be- nuclear warfare, we'll get at the yellow pages. I put my home phone number in our like family chat when I first got it. So maybe you saved it. Mm, I'll let you know. Yeah. But like I can remember phone numbers from, and maybe this is just like a byproduct when of being. you were a kid, of course. Like my best nope. friend's. I can literally remember our dead father's cell phone number, like, but well, I don't know my own home phone. You know your parents' phone number, like. No yeah, but I haven't like had the need to call my dad no, since s- two thousand and eight. But still, like, you remember your friends' phone numbers from growing, growing up. up. Do you know Zach's phone number by heart? I do. After so many years of like having to put it on medical forms and this and that, yeah. a few years ago, I realized that I had it memorized. Yeah, I got yeah. it. It's you, a good thing. Do you know your social security number? Yep. When I was um. Getting my passport renewed in like the seventh grade, Olivia like escorted me to the post office and we were waiting in line and she was like, this is like Olivia, she's so smart, you know, she was like, you really should know your social security number by heart. I'm like, okay. So she made up a song while we were waiting in line in the post office and every time I write it, I'm like, ma, 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 it's like each number. And honestly, it was like one of the greatest gifts she ever gave me. Because I always remember it. Yeah. That's really nice. Olivia also taught me how to ride a bike. Did she? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. I do. Core memory in the driveway. <laughs> that would be a core yeah. memory. What are one of your core memories? <laughs> Last night. Oh, God. No, from childhood. Oh, I have so many wonderful memories of when you peed on my head in, in the, the bathtub. bathtub. 
That was a great day. <laughs> good times, good times. No, like a positive one. A po oh, okay. Um, just put me on the spot. Or like a random memory that you happen to remember, you know? Yeah. Oh, I have a lot of those. Like my first memories. Like I just remember being in pre-K. You do? Yeah, I feel like I shared this recently. Maybe not on the show. Maybe in my private life. So I hard was to in, tell which is I which. was in pre-K and I remember it was... Uh, spring and it was one of those spring days where it was hot but I was still dressed for winter I was wearing a dress and I was like I'm very hot I was like I, this is too hot for spring that's my core memory oh that's, that's, my, that's memory? actually my earliest memory of my life oh, being so hot in pre-k that is so oh speaking of being hot I'm I'm like done two nights ago we went to the One Republic concert and it was so hot and I was sweating like I think that's the way people sweat after like a full-blown like 90 minute soul cycle class and then last night we had to wait like seven minutes for our table and we stood outside the restaurant and I was literally like not okay dripping melting having to go inside I think there's something going on with me and I just want to say like I'm done I'm ready for the mm -hmm. winter weather like I want to make a chili I want to cultivate a vibe and I'm fucking done no it's just a heat wave no but like, like everyone is experiencing e everyone it. was hot but nobody was having like the problems I was having why don't you get like the Botox of the armpits and all that jazz? I wasn't even sweating in my and armpits. All that jazz. Yes. Here's where I was sweating: like forehead, neck, upper lip, behind my neck, crevices. Like, can I get Botox in my crevices? You could get anti-sweating pills. You can. Mm-hmm. I feel like I sweat more than the average person. Like, yes, I think it's partially contributed to the fact like that I'm. I fat actually as hell. don't think that you sweat. Some people have a sweating problem. Yeah. I don't think that you do. I think you sweat when it's hot. How do we stop that? Like, I, I'm really Take not into it. Take a sweating pill. Anti-sweat pill. I didn't realize that that existed. It's prescription, yeah. Looking into it. Call your doctor. Because I'm just, like, always the hottest person in every room, and everyone's like... Yeah, you are. Smoking. Yeah. Everyone's, Sizzling like, hot. Jackie, oh. but they're dealing with it. Yeah, well, I think it's also because, like, we hang out a lot, and I... Run cold. Don't, no, no, I don't run cold, but, like, I fight the sweat with every How? Pore. I don't know. I'm so done with sweating. Like, I'm so done with literally everything I wear having to, like, be dry cleaned. Like, I'm fucking done. But it's I did so experience annoying. that at One Republic. I, that was an, a sweat fest. Yeah, but I was literally sweating three times as much as you. Perhaps. You could have literally filled a water bottle with the sweat on my neck. No, I was so sweaty. My clothes have to be dry cleaned. It's just, like, Your it's clothes annoying. actually barred the I oven. <laughs> I just don't want to, like, go out anymore. Like, leave my house. It's unsafe. And because you were leaving your house a lot. I have to stop. <laughs> It's yeah. not good for me. No, and there's also a heat wave, so just take the week off. Th there is a heat wave. Everywhere. Like, I well, first of all, Con had sent out a warning yesterday, like, oh, yeah, we're about to fuck up. Warning. I was on a Zoom with some people who are in New York, and one person's lights were flickering. Oh, my God. And then the rest of the country, it's, like, even worse. Triple degrees, like, many places. I don't want to jinx it, but, like, do you remember, like, in, like, maybe the last 20 years, there were, like, two major blackouts. The mm -hmm. entire island of Manhattan went dark. That's like kind of a vibe, you know, except for the air conditioning. And like the crime. And yeah, no, the actually, it's like the purge. It's the purge. Yeah. But like, I don't know. We were all, you know, united back then. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. But um, it just made me think we haven't had a blackout in a while. Like we're almost due for one, you know? I don't want to Or maybe they it. learned. You I don't would know. hope. If there's a blackout, the squatter in my house, like, will definitely bust out from inside the mirror and just, like, start taking over. Because he's going to be sweating, and he's going to be like, yeah. I can't hide this anymore. No, then I'm going to become the squatter because he's going to take over my house, and I'm going to have to squat behind the bathroom mirror. Yeah, you don't have a squatter in your house. Why do you think that? I just know I do. Because of airdrop and because I dropped the towel on your floor? I can feel, like, his presence, or her, but it's definitely he. I can feel his presence. I can't explain it. And I heard someone cough. 
Okay. Good luck to you. I have Call a, me if you need anything. I definitely have a squatter. I gotta install cameras just so I can go viral once he comes out, you know? Oh, I've Those seen videos some go, crazy yeah. videos. That could be me. Like, think of the engagement. I don't really think you can have someone, like, living in your walls in New York City. I think you can. We don't have enough space here. You know, That's why wouldn't you, you go live in a suburban wall? It's because it's easier to get found out in a suburban home. But, like, you can go between apartments. Like, you think that there's not a lot of space. But you're building, like, the walls, the vents, the ducts. The walls are paper thin. Not, I live in a pre-war building, so they're actually quite large. Actually, a mansion for a squatter. Okay. Keep me posted. I will. I will. I'm always looking behind my bathroom mirror. Like, I know you're in there. That's where they live. Like, you know, if you have, like, Yeah. No, I went down like a squatter rabbit hole like a year ago, and now I'm fully convinced. I, I just always feel one. like a presence, you know? Yeah. And then one time in the middle of the night, like I Maybe did hear someone. Maybe you guys will fall in love. Oh, that'd be cute. Maybe he watches movie. you in the bathroom mirror, like, and he's like, you're so beautiful, but he sees you being so hard on yourself. Oh my God, yeah, wait. Okay, so this is obviously a Hallmark movie. What are we calling it? Squatting <laughs> into love. Okay, or squatters right into her heart. Something like that. Yeah. Because, you know, squatters rights are a thing. Yeah. Which are insane, by the way. <laughs> Squatters rights. Like, no, you literally don't own this house. <laughs> um, okay, so that's enough about me. What's up with you? Not much. You Business as usual. Cool. You know, I saw you 20 seconds no, ago. No, I know. Like, it's like, we are caught We up. have to stop hanging out after work because... After hours. After hours, because, like, then I really have nothing to catch up with you on the podcast with, you know? Yeah. Well, not to be so morbid, but like... No, shut up. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Obviously, I know. Just shut up. Okay, so I think without further ado... Do, 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 do. Where are you? Mommy's little angel. Where is Brew? I'm his favorite auntie. Do, 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 do. Where is Brew? He's so soft and sweet. <laughs> do, 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 do. Where is Thu? Thuma, Thuma, Thuma. Do, 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 do. Where is Brew? Mm-hmm. Mommy needs a hug. Do, 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 do. Where is Thu? <laughs> He's at home with Papa. Okay. Bryson. Mommy loves you. Thrysen, auntie loves you. Brassen, thrassen, brassen, thrass. Brassen, 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 Perfect little Dora. Crunchy angel Dora. Gorgeous hair Dora. Precious man Dora. Cutest nose Dora. Love of my life Dora. Soft and sweet Dora. <laughs> I'm crying. Okay, I feel like I feel good that we got that. We need that to out record toast tunes. Will you book a studio, a studio session? Yeah. I'll come up for it. I'll call my producer. I'll spend the day and we'll just bang it out. I'll call my producer. And call Ryan Tedder because we need his sick beats. You know what? I was actually thinking um, about approaching him. You know, I'll put together a deck, like a pitch deck. And I know he only works with like Beyonce and Taylor Swift and Adele. But I feel like. Why not Bryson Tracks? He doesn't even know like the level of iconicism that would erupt if we all got in the studio together. Like, and yeah. he's like, all right, girls, so like, tell me what you want to do. And we would be like, Ryan, Mr. Tedder. How, hey, about, how, about, how about something like this? Do, 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 do. <laughs> where is Brew? He must need his auntie. <laughs> 
Ryan, what about this? Tell me, tell me what you're feeling. Razzin, 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 Ryan, Ryan. How about this? Check this out. Thuma, 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 Thuma. Let me be. And I'll be like, that sounds familiar. No, it's completely original, Ryan. Yeah, he wrote the original. Hundred percent. It's just a remix. Yeah. Now, without further ado, it is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Spritz Society. For us, there's no summer without Spritz Society. From pre-gaming to poolside, there's something about sipping Spritz that instantly elevates your vibe. And now, with the launch of their newest flavor, Peach, we can't see ourselves reaching for anything else for the rest of the season. So as you guys know, we sit next to cans of Spritz Society every day. This is Peach, the new flavor. We've got grapefruit, we've got lemon, we've got blood orange, we've got pineapple, and now the new peach-flavored. Sparkling cocktails, they are wine-based, real, real wine, real flavors, real ingredients. This is one of our passion projects. We love Spritz. We've been chugging them all summer. If you haven't tried it, now's the time. We're available at select stores but in certain states, but if you want to get it, head over to SpritzSociety.com because if you don't already know, Spritz Society is a premium sparkling cocktail made from real California white wine and natural fruit flavors. The white wine base means it's perfect for our gluten-free girlies. And if you can't decide on just one flavor, try the original four flavors with the variety eight-pack that we just launched. So now you can try all the flavors in one pack. It's eight cans, two of each flavors. You can also use code TOAST today and get 10% off of grapefruit, blood orange, pineapple, lemon, and peach. Cheers, y'all. SpritzSociety.com. Code TOAST. Check it out. Peach, you guys. That's my new favorite flavor. It's really good. And I would venture to say that these cans have Big Flav. But yeah. Locale Big Flav. <laughs> For sure. Literally. Should we steal that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we'll spell it differently. Yeah, so that you guys know that it's Flav. And so Snapple doesn't sue us. Right. Our first story, Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy break up ahead of their first anniversary. Chelsea Handler is back on the dating market. The former Chelsea Lately host revealed Monday night that she parted ways with her boyfriend, Joe Coy, ahead of their one-year anniversary. She said, in anticipation of celebrating our first year together, Joe and I recorded this video early, but as many of you have noticed, it is with a heavy heart to announce that we have decided together that it's best for us to take a break from our relationship right now. This man blew my heart open with love, and because of him, my life experience has changed forever. To be loved and adored by Joe Coy has been one of the greatest gifts of my life. She said that he renewed her faith in men, adding that she has never been more optimistic for the future. I was so surprised by this. So why did they break up then? I don't know. She has all these amazing things to say. Especially because they um, were so like gushy on social media. And then it just felt like, boom, breakup. Like it's, I'm really surprised no, by and this. Like, they recorded a video for their one year anniversary and then broke up before they could even Post celebrate it. their one year anniversary. Like what happened in a nap it, yeah, it must have been like something really quick and major and I'm, I was just but really... nothing nefarious because she wouldn't be speaking about him like this right and I definitely thought this was like OTP for Chelsea Handler you know like I didn't even have to think about whether or not they would break up because like I just thought for sure that this was it I was really surprised and people are taking this really hard because like yeah I think a lot of people identified with Chelsea's like journey on love and, like being really kind of like pessimistic about it um, and then, like, having her, you know, mind blown with the love from Joe Coy. So I was just really surprised and, like, kind of sad. I thought this was a good match. Yeah, I just don't understand how she could say all these wonderful things about him in their relationship and then not be together. And obviously they had happened? to record that somewhat recently because they knew That's their anniversary was coming up. No, it's definitely weird. It's I'm, a, cu- I'm curious. Yeah. Maybe we should do a podcast on it because she's a podcaster now. Yeah. Perfect platform. Perfect platform. It's really the perfect platform for anything. 
to explore your feelings. Comedy, original music. Mm-hmm. Explore your feelings. It's really people love to explore their feelings. They really do because because like, you can take your time. Mm-hmm. No commercial break. Well, there are, but like it's not. No like, time TV. constraints. Time it's not like Jimmy Kimmel like tell your worst story and we'll all laugh at it. Oh, you know, what's the, late night TV is becoming more and more dreadful every day. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, what does the future hold for late night TV? Because I feel like at one point, like back in the day, it was like the pinnacle of comedy, of entertainment, of celebrity. And now it's just like clowns doing clown shit. But don't you ever feel like in the mainstream, it's like nobody's watching this stuff. Like nobody, except for, you know, some airports and stuff like keep these right. channels and turned maybe on. People watch the clips online of no, their favorite like, celebrities. Nobody really. And for the amount of distribution that they have, even if they have 100,000 viewers, like that's nothing because it's just nothing. It just yeah. is. Nobody's watching it, but like the big wigs like don't care and they just like keep propping up this trash. No, and I think that um, where like a huge problem in late night is the people who do tune in regularly skew much older. And with the guests that they bring on, like they're always trying to, you know, target Gen Z so like Emma Chamberlain comes on and even like these big A-list celebs they play these dumb fucking games and it's like the older people who are watching this show don't want to watch this so it's like who is this for I don't know and I do think that like but it feels like there is no they don't have to hit ratings they don't have to get viewers like there's no like accountability it's like we're just gonna keep these shows on because that's what we decide we want to have yeah and I think that they definitely get like huge spikes in viewership depending on the guests like a t- it was a really big deal like I think maybe one or two weeks ago Emma Chamberlain was on for the first time and like I'm sure so many people like young people tuned in and like watched all the clips on, on social media um, but like to have a show that's predicated like the viewership is predicated on who your guest is that's just very no, you know if a successful unstable. show means a lot of people are watching your clips on social media then you're just a web show you're a web show iCarly yeah and I do feel like a lot of the times I haven't physically like sat down at my TV and watched Jimmy Fallon or any of those shows in years, or sometimes when I'm on tour and like there's like basic cable, like that's the only thing I'll watch. Um, but I see so many clips on social media, so it's like they're really turning into web shows. Mm-hmm. And if they were smart, they would pivot like into like the greatest web show of all time. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know how low they have to go before it's like oh this isn't working. But like how many people are tuning into like Late Night with Jimmy Fallon? I you think know? a couple hundred thousand. No, based on. Um, just people who Jimmy lost their remote and stuff. Tonight Show. There's no way. It has to be millions. To have like a prime time on NBC. I, I would be shocked. Late night ratings here as of June 2021. But okay, but it's 2022. But it's Oh, fine. it's 2022. Oh my God, I forgot. Um, but I can't imagine that much has changed. So at 11.30 p.m., it's competitive between Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, and Colbert. Okay. Um, viewers aged 18 to 49 oh my god you're right jackie how much is it and that's the demo that advertisers care about so so the late show which one's that jimmy kimmel no no that's colbert Colbert. he's in the lead by the way which is shocking because i find him like the least we don't even like so we just say the jimmy i find him like the least like relatable or like welcoming and that's like the point of late night is at the top with four hundred and thirty thousand viewers the tonight show with jimmy fallon 345. I told you. Jimmy Kimmel Live. My Instagram stories get more views than that. Jimmy Kimmel Live with 300. I'm shocked. I told you. I was like, it has to be millions. No. So that's Why my question. Why the fuck would like Kim Kardashian go on that? No, no. besides that, because I'm sure it's like fun and that you were all at the red carpet and like they just, traditional celebrities like traditional celebrity things. Right. But like the people in charge, like how bad do these shows have to do before they're like, 
we're pulling the plug. It just feels like they don't have to hit ratings. Like they're just going to sit there and do this show and nobody's going to watch like for forever. When they do the demographic of adults between 25 and 54, so like a bigger, it's still under a million, but it's a little higher, like 600,000, 500,000, 400,000. Okay, so it's just, be, it's under a million. 20. Under a million for prime time is tragic. You know, they're very confusing with these numbers. No, but because across total viewers, I forgot about Seth Meyers, irrelevant. <laughs> across total viewers using Meyers late night averaged a million views over the season. James Corden averaging 971,000. That's across all demographics. Right. And that's also like you can pump up those numbers a little bit, you know, because that yes. includes when Kim Kardashian's And on. that includes when people DVR it, like, yeah. but never watch it. And yeah. that's still such a low number. That is, I'm shocked. I know cable's on the decline, but like, that's crazy to me. That's like, like toast numbers. Like that's crazy. That's, po that's successful podcast, podcast numbers. numbers. Yeah, <gasps> I'm shook. And and a lot of successful podcasts have no distribution, and they don't get guests like that. No, wow. it's just like people telling. I thought their you friends. were like definitely underestimating. Like yeah, it's gone down, but it's still three million. <gasps> that just makes you wonder, like why, you know, a movie studio will be would be hell bent on their you know, star of their movie doing The Tonight Show. Like, they'd be better off literally doing podcast rounds, not to make everything I, I about us. I do feel like a lot of the people in talent industries are coming around to that. You see, like, Tom Brady's on podcasts. Podcast, like, yeah. Kardashians are on podcasts. Yeah. Like, people are realizing that. But I'm curious about the people upstairs, like, who have to answer to advertisers. Right. And advertisers, why are they advertising? I'm sure they have to pay, like, a premium to be on cable when they could reach that many active, listening, engaged people mm -hmm. who selectively turned on a podcast instead of losing their remote. You know what's a good um, comparison? Hot Ones, because that's like an interview, sit-down, talk show, web show. They have 11.5 million subscribers, and their most recent episode, which I believe was with Chloe. Oh, no, there's now one with Daniel Kaluuya from five days ago that's already up to 1.5 million. Yeah. Gabriel Iglesias, 2 million. Tessa Thompson, 1.7 million. 3 million. Chloe, 3 million. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow, you got to invest in digital. Yeah, you do. I mean, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. And then I guess that makes sense as to, like, why whenever TV execs, like, want to take someone from digital and like give them a cable show like it never works yeah it's just wow we're moving on we're moving on maybe i should get youtube tv <laughs> that's what i'm saying you can watch hot ones all day literally are you ready for our next story something yes. that you turned me on to that's made us chuckle this what morning mlb fans were not <sighs> happy with conan gray's home run derby national anthem Conan Gray grabbed everyone's attention with his performance of the national anthem during Monday's Home Run Derby, albeit for all the wrong reasons. The 23-year-old, a YouTube singer-songwriter turned pop star, quickly drew the ire of baseball friends, fans everywhere. One said, who the hell is Conan Gray and why did he agree to do this? Next, Conan Gray should be sent to AAA. Next, I don't know who the fuck Conan Gray is, but that was the top five worst national anthem renditions I've ever heard. So I saw this link and I was like, oh my God, people are so dramatic. And like anytime one person tweets something negative about cele a celebrity, it it's, becomes a story. Right. So I just wanted to watch it to make sure it wasn't newsworthy. And once I watched it, I did, you know, agree that it was newsworthy because it was really bad. Like off pitch. It was really bad. 
Um, and I just want to say, like, it's a really hard song to sing, and not everyone can sing it. So not everyone should, and that doesn't mean you're not a good singer because you can't sing that. Like, obviously, not everyone's going to sing it as good as me. Right. And this is just another example of like opportunities that should have been given to me, Fanny Bryce, that weren't Conan Gray. Okay, question: Do you think you could, for our viewers who maybe didn't see this, give them a taste of how Conan sounded? No, because I can't sing that poorly. I'm, no, but you did Fergie. Yeah, and this is really like it reminds me of Fergie, but at least with Fergie, no, like Fergie was like trying to do something. It right, wasn't Fergie's about her only voice. Crime was trying too hard. It, no, it wasn't about her voice. It was about her take on the song. Right. This, this one was about his voice. Honestly, it kind of sounded like me. It kind you know? of sounded like maybe his earpiece or something. Like he, it was like whiny. Yeah, it sounded like he just couldn't find his key. He was off pitch the whole time. He was like trying to do these riffs that didn't work. And I felt bad for him. But also like this is something that really shouldn't happen because this weekend is um, All-Star Weekend. Or is it All-Star? Home Run Derby. I think that's mm -hmm. all the same thing. Um, it's like a really big deal, deal in baseball. Like you need, first of all, someone with major star power. And I don't think that he was really famous enough to do it. And don't these people have to like audition? Yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. Like, this seems like a big deal. You know, sometimes some of the smaller games, right. some local, local talent, yeah, love minor to league. see it, supporting. But the Home Run Derby is, like, what is the Home Run Derby? It's like the All-Stars for yes, baseball. Yes, yes. So every, the whole country is watching It's one a really game. big deal. And, and that's, even if he sounded great, like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I mean, I do, but I do understand. Do baseball fans know who no, that is? No, no. But also, like, just because you're a popular singer doesn't mean you can sing the national anthem and you can be a really talented singer and still not be able to sing. It is the hardest song to sing. Like it's so big and belty and like that's why the people who we who we always like the YouTube videos we all go back and watch are the greatest singers in the world. Beyonce, Whitney Houston, Christina Aguilera, Lady Gaga. Like those are the ones we watch because those are literally the most talented singers on the planet. Right. And also there's a difference between like singing a song badly like at a award show or this or that versus like singing the national anthem badly and like it's, like, it's a disgrace to your country. Yeah, no, it adds like another level yeah. of humiliation. It's not like you were the halftime performer and you sounded bad. It's right. like you were supposed to represent your country and you didn't. Right, like the well. freedoms, like, you know, like yeah. the year 1776. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it was really bad. I go watch it because it's like really cringy and like I did feel bad for him because it just felt like he couldn't get his voice like to work, you know, because I have mm -hmm. to imagine he's a better singer than that live. I've never seen him live. Yeah. And this maybe was, would have been a good opportunity for him to like sing God Bless America, which is always like the easier song, you know? How does that one go? God bless America, land that I love. You know that one? That's really good. But you know what I was thinking as you were saying that? You sounded amazing. But I could like see how you get into the stadium. Are you saying I was bad? No, no, no. Did you not hear what I just said? Sounds you like sounded you're about to amazing. Me. No, but like I could see you going to sing God Bless America for a stadium and knowing that you can sing it so well as we just heard. No, and, and choking. Like, yeah, flopping. Yeah, of course. It's like a live performance in front of like what what is a baseball stadium? I would say hold? millions. Well, the stadium's thousands, but and people, then people on TV. watch. Of course, the nerves are unmatched. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. And, like, if it was me, I'd be, like, all these, like, straight men wanting to watch baseball. I'd be, like, who the fuck is this fat bitch? Like, I would be, like, so in my head. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm not saying, if I was given the opportunity, I would sound horrible. No, like, you I know I can sing it. Close your eyes and pretend you're on the toast. Yeah. I know I could sing it, but, like, I would definitely buckle under the pressure. But you're, you know, a pop star. You're, you have to be above that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He definitely, all of it got to him. I have to imagine he's a better singer than that. But I just don't know how these players who, like, you know, they put their faces on the screen while the, internet, while the national anthem is being played, like, how they keep a straight face. 
Yeah. That's it wasn't not- that. It wasn't Fergie. No, it wasn't Fergie. And it was like, if I just heard it, I'd been like, oh, that's not great. But now, then listening it, knowing it was a flop, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's really not good. Yeah. I felt, I felt if like I heard it live, I would just been like, oh. But the good news is, is everyone's talking about Conan Gray. I did not know who he was. And now I know who he is. So really, all press is good press. It's true. It is true what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, also, really quickly, who is the um, celebrity who got the words wrong? Was that Jessica Simpson? Or Christina Aguilera? Uh... Celebrity words wrong. I believe it's Christina Aguilera. Because I feel like Jessica Simpson would have spoken about that in her book. Like a lot of people have. Oh, Demi Lovato. Sorry, Demi Lovato. What did she say? Like really bad. She like Uh, repeated one line like three times. Apparently Rachel Platten. Yes, I've seen that one too. got it bad. That's a good rabbit hole to go down. Like celebrities who have botched the words to the national anthem. If you just have some spare time trying to get through the day at work, you know, plug in your AirPods, take a journey. Or the best ones are also great. One of the the best ones, in my opinion, are Whitney Houston at the Super Bowl. Beyonce at... Beyonce sang at the inauguration and then people accused her of lip singing, which I believe she did. So then she delivered another performance, I think, at the second inauguration and was like, all right, fuck you all. You want to see how it's done? And then did it like acapella. And it's literally like a life changing moment. Um, Who else at the. I just love when people do it so effortlessly, like this big song. <laughs> what? I'm reading a roundup of all the worst ones. Who's in there? Dirk Spenley. He received no mercy online after performing game four of the Stanley Cup. They said he sounded like the drunk guy at the bar trying to be in tune. Eek. That's really funny. Also, um, but see, the national Christina anthem- Aguilera, she doubled back to the Twilight's last gleaming rather than moving on to gallery yes. streaming. Okay. So wait, also with Dirk Spenley, like that's a bad choice. That, that he's being set up for failure. The national anthem is like literally a show tune. Like you have to belt it. It's like not everyone can sing it. So why are you getting like a male country singer who like, like that's not yeah. the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to move on to more singing news? Yes. Oh. The chain smokers are going to perform at the edge of space, everyone. So dumb. One of the chain smokers latest hits is high and they're going they're hoping to live up to their lyrics. The hit-making duo have signed up to get into a pressurized capsule tethered to a stratospheric balloon in a few years and perform some 20 Wait, miles above Earth. In a few years? Yeah. The feat would make them the first musical artist to perform at the edge of Not space. Not somebody does it before. Said the CEO at Worldview, which is a space tourism company. So he's not. they're not going with one of the billionaires? like No. Worldview says the Chainsmokers will be on one of the company's inaugural flights slated for 2024 and will record a performance from inside the capsule, giving viewers the ability to experience the music and the trip firsthand. I don't really think I would ever want to be on someone's, like a company's inaugural flight. Like, do it a few times safely first and then I'll consider it. Yeah, but still, no matter how many people go to space, how many concerts they're having up there, I'm not interested. No, and it's just like this whole space thing. Like every every like company who's doing space wants to be the first. We have the first cancer survivor. We mm-hmm. have the first person over seventy five. We have the first Jew. Like everyone is like trying to like niche get themselves so they're gonna have the first. But they said in a few years, so like literally give Elon and Jeff Bezos thirty minutes and they'll get you know. Give Elon the mic. <laughs> yeah, like they'll literally get someone you know. Billy Joel in in a thing and get him up there. Yeah. It's so dumb. This whole space thing is like really starting to bug me. It's really silly. And I'm all for space exploration for the sake of like science. 
but not for the sake of recreation. Like, it's really fucking stupid. Yeah. Each flight will last 6 to 12 hours. Worldview was also part of, like, a new space, private space exploration firms, similar to Blue Origin, Virgin Galactic, and SpaceX. Blue Origin is Jeff, right? Mm -hmm. Virgin is Richard. Yeah. SpaceX is Elon. Yeah. Did you ever watch the documentary about SpaceX? No. It was so good. And, like, that's the space exploration, like, I think is really valuable, like, for research and for science. No, there's a lot of space. This isn't space exploration sending the chain smokers up there to no, perform it's a just, couple bobs. No, it's PR. It's recreational fun. And I think it's a waste of money and time. But the documentary um, on Netflix about SpaceX, like, making recyclable, reusable rockets was literally, like, I was crying. It was amazing. Gorgeous. And they had these uh, astronauts up in this thing for like six months and they filmed them before saying bye to their families. Like it was really emotional. That's really sweet. I have so much to watch. I still haven't watched The Summer I Turned Pretty. Oh my God, you're in for, I'm like jealous of you. Like the journey you have ahead. I know, I just don't know when I'm gonna find the time and I started a new book and it's just like I'm at 15%, you know, even though it's good. You have to watch it. I, I also, know. I'm a little behind too, even though I'm all caught up on Drag Race. Oh, and who did you say was gonna win yesterday? Um, I believe, unless they change the rules, it's now pretty impossible for her to win. Why? Because it's... So every time you win a challenge, you get a Legendary Legends star. And then by the final challenge, the four queens with the most stars, stars will go to the finale for the lip sync Lala Perusa. <laughs> Shay only has one. There's two queens with three and like five queens with two. So I made my prediction before they changed the rules. Like... That's not right. Th those have been the rules since the you beginning. You didn't share sweetie. that with me. You didn't share that with me. You just wanted to And sit. you gave a recap of like who's going to win, yet you didn't include how people win. You didn't ask enough questions, so sorry. You didn't tell me that what half of the people You didn't want to educate eligible. yourself. You didn't want to educate yourself. I and trusted you my better. teacher. You should do better. I trusted my you teacher. Never, me? And she That's needs on you. to do better. That's on you and for trusting she me. she needs to do better. That's on you for trusting me. Okay. Now we know. I mean, maybe the, Rue is always like, a couple episodes where it was like, it's a game within a game and just changes the rules because she fucking feels like it. So it's entirely possible that the stars have meant nothing. Like, Rue is always just making up rules. Like, he just decides early on, like, who he wants to win and he's going to make it happen for that person. Like, I feel that. It's a little frustrating, but I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. This story is crazy. I need to stretch. Oh, my God. You look like Theo. <laughs> I need, oh no, actually I want to put Bryce down for this story because he's going to be like so disturbed. What is it? A new reward has been offered for oh. the man who allegedly shot Lady Gaga's dog walker and then this man was released from jail by mistake. The man who allegedly shot Lady Gaga's dog walker is now wanted by the United States Marshals Service after he was mistakenly released from jail. The Marshals offered a $5,000 reward Monday for information leading to the arrest of James Howard Jackson, who was one of the three charged with attempted murder and robbery after allegedly shooting Ryan Fisher and attempting to kidnap Gaga's three French bulldogs in February 2021. The Marshals put out a statement saying he should be considered armed and dangerous and that he was one of five people arrested last year, but he was released due to a clerical error in April. I can't. People are the so The LA Sheriff, first dumb. of all, April, it's July, and <sighs> now they're asking for help in apprehending him because he's still on the loose. I really hope that Lady Gaga, and I'm sure that she has, but, like, is providing, like, round-the-clock security for her dog walker who was shot. Like, he's armed and dangerous, and he's literally out for a crime he committed against her dog walker. Like, I hope she's... Or, like, the marshal service is providing security right, for letting right. someone out on a clerical error? No, like, 
when we first reported this story that literally somebody shot Lady Gaga's dog walker and tried to kill, like, it was such a terrible, like, upsetting story. And then they got him and the dog walker was going to live and, like, it was getting better. And now a clerical error? That's unacceptable. Unacceptable. What is with everyone? People are not okay. In April. Right, are we just finding out about this? Yeah. That's so fucking shady. And they're asking for help. That's how, like, they don't know their ass from their elbow. Oh, my God. People are just, people are not okay. Like, I just don't really understand, like, why it's so hard for everyone to just, like, do their jobs at a decent rate. Like, I'm not even asking for excellence. No. Just asking for the bare minimum. Like, don't let violent criminals out of prison. Right. Like, what kind of clerical error leads to that? I don't know. But, like... And why is there never a clerical error for, like, someone who's innocent, you know? No. It's, like, only for armed and dangerous people. There's no, like, clerical error in Shawshank Redemption. Right, right. Like, so dumb. Like, I can't. Honestly, he must, her dog walker must be, like, so afraid. And he's probably known since April, so he's probably just, like, having sleepless nights. I think about this man a lot. I just really hope he's okay. Yeah. He's probably, like, so traumatized because it just never fucking ends. Mm -hmm. Oh, they caught the guy. They're in prison. Oh, no. Clerical error. What? It's hard to say clerical error. Rural juror. Clerical error. Would you rather have a clerical error or be a rural juror? Be a rural juror. What about an urban fervor? I'd rather have urban fervor as a rural juror than have a clerical error and lead a murderer to be out on the streets. Rural juror murderer. I'm actually rewatching 30 Rock again from the beginning. Um, And it's really interesting how really the rural juror is the thread that keeps the show together. They talk about it in like episode three. Yeah. Because it's Jenna's big project. Yeah. And, like, you just, like, know things about 30 Rock, so you don't realize how they literally talk about them, like, multiple times every se- season. Whole grain, low fat. You know that song? It's literally in episode yes, two. Yes, yes. It's just, it's such a good show. Like, really premium. So is this show. So is this show. So I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> no, are you ready for our fifth and final story? Some more yeah. premium content movie news. The Hunger Games prequel, Hunger Games prequel, is shooting now, and here's everything you need to know about the battle of songbirds and snakes. Get ready to return to Pan Am. More than 10 years after the Hunger Games hit theaters, a brand new prequel film is in the works based on Suzanne Collins' 2019 novel, The Battle Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. The movie adaptation will follow a young President Snow, who was played in the original films by Donald Sutherland. Dumbledore. No. Donald Sutherland. Like, same vibe. Sure. That's the character you're talking about, right? Donald Sutherland. You know, he coughs and there's blood. Dumbledore. Like the same vibe as Dumbledore. White he has beard. white hair. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, bef- it's about him before he became and president of Pan And did Donald Sutherland... Here, it's a photo. He literally looks like um, Succession. Yes, he does. But did he take over for Dumbledore in Harry Potter when Harry Potter died? I just feel like I have... Like a memory of that. Let's find out. Yeah. Donald Sutherland. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Because didn't Dumbledore, the actor, pass away, like, in the middle of the movies? And if I needed to recast... No, fans were trying to cast him. Oh. Well, the fans were right. I guess that's you. Uh, Literally. Never seen... Again. So, casting for Battle of Sunbergs and Snakes. Who's in it? One, Rachel Zegler will star as Lucy Gray Baird. Look over her. You are, because uh, of... Um, like that drama with the, the Emmys or whatever, the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Blythe, he's in Billy the Kid. He'll be playing the young Donald Sutherland. Um, Euphoria star Hunter Schaefer. Oh. Who's that? Um, what's her character's name? Jade? Whatever, she's just, like, iconic, and she's becoming, like, a major star. Okay, great. Jason Schwartzman and 
he's playing a distant relative of Caesar Flickerman. Who the fuck is that? Stanley Tucci. No, is it Stanley oh Tucci? My God. By the way, I, as a society, we do not talk enough about the fact that Stanley Tucci was in Hunger Games. Caesar Flickerman, like, like one of the best characters. Girl, get you a guy who could do like all of the above. Lovely Bones, serial killer. Mm-hmm. Devil Wears Prada, like gay iconic art director. Mm-hmm. Hunger Games news telecaster. Yeah, with a heart of gold. What else? Oh, and then Spotlight, like iconic journalist. Yeah. So he's pl- that'll be a great character. And um, Peter Dinklage is in it as well. Oh, I saw that news also. I can't lie. Like, ask me how much I care. Uh, ask. <laughs> I'm scared. Ask. Mm. Not at all. <laughs> um, like, I don't even think I saw the final Hunger Games. Because yes, Peter did. was annoying the fuck out of me. It's like, shut the fuck up, Peter. This is not about you. you it's about saw, Gail. You definitely saw the final one. They're going through. And now it's just like, occurring to me, like, Peter and Gail, like, those aren't names. Like, I know, but the whole thing is very sci-fi. Right, I guess. Well, oh, Katniss is not a name, really, either. So the girlies aren't in this, like Luke Hemsworth. No, no, no Not interested. Because it's a And prequel. honestly, that cast you just announced sounds, like, bleak as fuck. Like, I just feel like it's going to be one of these things where everyone involved is like, we're going to be the next Jennifer Lawrence right. and Liam Hemsworth. But that only happens once. Yeah. Liam Hemsworth, like, doesn't act anymore. What is that? Do you think he made a lot of money from Hunger Games and is just chilling? No. No, me neither. I think he, like... Can't get a job. Yeah. Maybe doesn't have good representation. Or he just, like, loses all of the parts to his brother. Yeah. Because, like, when I think... When I was introduced to the Hemsworth brothers, like, Liam was, like, it. And that's because I was just, like, younger. Yeah. And the last song and then the Miley Cyrus of it all. Um, And then Hunger Games. He was really targeting, like, a younger demographic. And then his brother just, like, became the biggest movie star in the world. Who got famous first? They really came up together, hand in hand. And there's a third one. Yeah. Who I think is, like, trying to break into the scene. But I'm just surprised that Chris can't do more for Liam, you know? Throw him, yeah. Throw him a bone, they a marble like bone. like, a Thor prequel. Literally. That would be cute, actually. Like, what is he up to? I think he probably lives a nice life. In Australia? Wherever he desires. A little here, a little there. Do you think he misses Miley? No. Do you think Miley misses him? No. Me neither. I don't think they were suited for one another but they gave it their best shot. They really did. And for the sake of the film, like we appreciate the relationship. Like that was such a good movie. I need to watch that last song. It's so emotional. When the waves are flooding the shore and I can't find my way home anymore. That's when I, I, I look at Bruce. I love that song. Miley should sing that more. She, I mean, she should sing a lot of songs No, but more. I feel like recently, like, she's really been leaning into, like, the fact that her old music is going to be, like, the best she's ever done. So she's always singing The Climb. She sings, like, The Seven thing. Like, she she yeah. loves that. Like, she's giving into this, the nostalgia, which I think has made me love her so much more. Yeah, but... She should sing that. Yeah, that song is so fucking good. It's beautiful. Beautiful. That should be a song. Miley, that's beautiful. That should be, like, a really popular wedding song. Like, it's really stunning. If anyone's looking for a wedding song, might we suggest? Honestly, maybe I'll read that book next. It's a book, right? Nicholas Sparks? Yeah. I've never song. read a Nicholas Sparks book. Me neither, I don't think. And so weird, but like whenever I think of Nicholas Sparks, I think of like the drama. Remember he got like a scandal? He has like a, he owns like a school. 
Yeah. And they were doing nefarious things at the school. I just want to look into it quickly before I misspeak. I don't want to like slander Nicholas Sparks, but there is like It was some, giving anti-Semitism, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's, that's like that's my... That's the word on the street. That's my core memory of Nicholas Sparks, even though he's accomplished so much outside of the anti-Semitism. Yeah, he was sued by the ex-head of school for racism, homophobia, and anti-Semitism. Well, that'll do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Still a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Roald Dahl. It's like Roald Dahl. Are you going to buy any Roald Dahl books for Roald Dahl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the thing is, like, if we just, you know, like, didn't support every anti-Semitic person, like, there's just so many, like, we wouldn't be able to we leave the house. Enjoy. We, and, like, what, I should suffer? No, that that's anti-Semitic. That yeah. I should suffer. That I can't enjoy a book. Yeah. Or a movie. Yeah. What was that movie with Mel Gibson? Passion like of the, the Christ? Yeah. You ever see it? No. Me either. Okay, so those were the past five stories. I feel as though you needed to know them in some weird you way. Definitely you definitely need to know the last one. No, someone out there wants to know. Yeah. Did you ever, you never thought about reading the Hunger Games books? Like, no, like, saw the movies. I remember the plot, and now I'm older. Okay. Yeah. I'm older. What's that from? Beauty and the Beast, when Chip is like, I'm older. I'll, you I'll tell you when I'm older. You didn't do the accent. Okay. I'm, I'm older. older. Um, yeah, and I feel like if I was going to get into, like, a series like that, I would do Twilight. Yeah, but I was just going to say, speaking of books made into movies, Crawdads is in theaters now. And the reviews and are overwhelmingly negative. I'm, that's surprising. It's a star-studded cast. It's an it's amazing... It's Sunshine. It's an amazing book and story. I want to give it a chance for myself. Yeah, I didn't read the book, so I don't care to see the movie, um, and I still need to but see Elvis. But you like that girl, Daisy. I do? Yeah, because you like normal people. Yeah, I mean, I liked her in Normal People. I liked the show. I but think you would like Kaya from The Crawdads. You told me not to read the book. I don't think you have the patience for the book, but you could sit through a movie. Well, I have to see Elvis. I have to see Top Gun, Elvis, and then Crawdads, so... So you're probably going to see none of them. I really want to see Top Gun, but at this point, I've waited so long, I think I could wait for it to be on demand. Yeah, also, we didn't even talk about how um, at the One Republic concert, they have a song that's in um, Top Gun, so they performed it, and then, like, the screens behind them had, like, little scenes from Top Gun, and they, they're so smart, marketing genius. They put on the screen the viral scene of all the men, including Miles Teller, naked on, not naked, shirtless <laughs> on the beach. I wish naked, shirtless on the beach, like dancing. And when I tell you, when Miles's face came on, like the arena, like erupted. I was like, it was the best moment. That's so funny. That was so smart of them. And the music from Top Gun is so good. Yeah. All right, tonight. The Lady Gaga one. We I spoke need to about like, this. listen to it more. It's so good. It's been in my leg songs. You only told me recently it was from Top Gun. I had no idea. I just thought Lady Gaga put out a fire single. Well, that's something she would do. Yeah. And I didn't even know that that One Republic song was a Top Gun song. It's just been like all over TikTok. Now I, I need to like listen to the Top Gun soundtrack because yeah. it's like really good. Yeah. It's really the gift that keeps on giving. I gotta see it. And yeah, and I was actually talking to Kelly Teller, Miles' wife, on TikTok comments, and she said like she's extremely disappointed in you, like for not seeing the movie. Kelly, it's just so hard. And like you're supposed to be a woman who supports other women. That's so true. And here I am, not. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go and see Top Gun right now. Yeah, that works. Um, I'm gonna see Elvis. I really like. I've. I. By the way, have you heard about Elvis? Like, what are people saying? I haven't heard anything bad, so I Me think neither. that means it's good. But I haven't really heard, like, a lot, you know? I guess that must mean it's good. Like. No, no, no. I, I, you would hear if it was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no news is good news. Yeah, and apparently, like, it takes p place over, like, a long period of time. So, like, Love that. So they do, like, prosthetics, and Elvis gets, like, kind of overweight, and 
and like sweaty and like Austin like is that like I saw like love it I saw a little clip of him on TikTok and he was like huge and like disgusting looking I'm glad because I hate when they focus on like a weekend and it's like I wanted to know about Elvis the man not Elvis in this one particular moment no literally Jackie my weekend with Marilyn my weekend with Marilyn I hate movies that do that I feel like we just watched a movie well Death on the Nile, it's really like a couple days. No, but that's not about like someone that I care to know more about. But they do, a lot of the Diana movies are like that. Oh, I watched um, Spencer. Spencer. And like it was the just first, about like Christmas, right? Yeah, the first hour and 15 minutes. And then like the, my TV on the plane like died and I just didn't care to finish it. And it was not good. Yeah, but like. It, uh, was, it was a weekend, a Christmas weekend at Sandringham or something. Yeah. Like Mandringham. Mandringham. And it was just like, honestly, Kristen Stewart was pissing me off the way she was talking. Like it was really <laughs> fucking annoying. Like my dad, my dad, a bit of soup. Like it was so like, stop. <laughs> like I know I don't know Diana personally, but she didn't fucking talk like that. <laughs> the dress is just tight. Like it was, like it, like the neck. Like she kept shaking her I neck. Did, I know exactly what it is. And she was doing ASMR the whole time. Like speak up, bitch. You're in a movie. I can't fucking hear you. <laughs> she was like, my dad, go for a drive. What was that? <laughs> You want to go for what? A drive? Yeah, you can go. <laughs> Such a good movie. <laughs> I, but I had subtitles on the entire time I was watching the movie. I couldn't fucking hear. I'm like, is this plane really loud or is this bitch whispering? <laughs> and like craning her neck to the side so that like, you couldn't really hear. Like, <laughs> What's so crazy is like, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and like she was like twiddling with her hands. I can see it. And I think it was Kristen Stewart's way of like method acting, but like, I just don't, no, I don't believe that Diana was like that. she did that in Twilight too, so it's just Kristen Stewart like putting her Stewart spin on it. Yeah, which we really didn't need in the Diana movie. <laughs> That's so funny. <sighs> and she just made like Diana like the most annoying human being on the planet. You know? <laughs> okay. So that's my movie review. <laughs> Ebert and Roper. With the Eyewitness News. Movie Minute. Okay, well that's our show. That is our show. I'm hoping to see everyone in Boston tonight, 6 p.m., Total Wine. Check the Spritz Instagram account for all the details. Um, we're back tomorrow. We're back posters. tomorrow. And Someday. there's no TV on tonight. No. So we'll be back tomorrow with a great show. Remember that merch launches at ShopMorningToast.com at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday. Um, we'll be showing you all of the gorgeous items throughout the week on our Instagram and in person here on the show. So don't miss it. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast and Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the best best stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR Radio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us more and just leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an incredible day. And we'll see you tomorrow for... Hump day. day! Goodbye! Goodbye.